Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Sticks and Stacks presented by Monkey Knight Fight. Happy Friday. Thanks for taking the time to hang out. I'm Chris Meany, and I'm pleased to be joined by Jen Piacenti, as I am every single Friday. Hello, Jen. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Chris? I am doing good. Yes, it is Friday, the weekend. We want to uh, win some money for some people out there. And we're looking at 13 games from 7 p.m. Eastern. By the time maybe uh, you listen to this podcast, we want to get some winners, so we'll talk about uh, a few games. But a lot of interesting matchups to choose from. And what I've said to you before, every Friday, I just love it because, like, new series begin. Exactly. And it seems like there's a few series this weekend that are, you know, pretty easy, if you will, to determine who we think will come out at least two of three. Yes, we get New York, New York, which is which is always fun. I'm sure you're a big fan of that, mm-hmm. the Subway series. Uh, and then we have uh, a matchup in Coors. And if you remember our very first episode, Jen was talking about just attacking games at Coors Field and total. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time, like I said, to listen to us. All we ask is that you please rate, review, and subscribe. And also check out monkeyknifefight.com. Jen, MKF has just so much to offer. It's so fun. And just for signing up, free $5. Yeah, and a deposit match, too. I've been playing Monkey Knife Fight all week. Uh, played a lot of Fernando Tatis Jr. because why wouldn't you? Yeah, good for you. Yeah. He, he might be the best young player in the game. I, I, I was thinking yesterday, like, is he going to end up challenging Mike Trout? I, he could. He could. He's off to that kind of a start. It's absolutely ridiculous. He's just got to stay healthy. Yeah, he really does. And I don't think anyone really truly bought into last year because he was hurt Mm -hmm. and it was about roughly a a half a year sample size. And in the fantasy community, I just felt like, ah, you know, people were uneasy about taking him in the early second round. And he's an absolute steal. I was one of those people. I mean, I was looking at that home run to fly ball ratio and I was like, that is totally unsustainable. He can't do it. And then the moment that we found out we were only doing 60 games, I started thinking, oh, maybe he could. But of course, the question's going to be, we still haven't seen a full season of Fernando Tatis Jr. But man, this sample size, oh, it's so exciting. Five tool player can just touch all categories for yeah. you, and I just love those players in fantasy, especially if you're you're a big roto player. But for for Monkey Knife Fight, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, you really need to do it. It's it's the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites out there. That's because on MKF there are no salary caps, and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning. We had Jen's dad last week, very successful. So don't be shy. Check it out. MonkeyKnifeFight.com, all the, every sport you're looking for, honestly, not just baseball and, and hockey with Eric Young and myself, basketball, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and esports. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. And you know what else they have? A free $5 game just for signing up, as we talked about, and Jen had said it. Use the promo code STICKS. Actually, use the promo code STACKS, rather. Let's yeah, do STACKS let's do because stacks. that's our show. No that's offense, right. Eric. No offense, Eric. <laughs> Sticks if you're a real big Eric Young fan, but honestly, you're here to listen to the baseball podcast. So let's use Stacks. And Monkey Knife Fight will match your first deposit instantly up to $50. So lots of great stuff. Check it out, monkeyknifefight.com. And we're going to talk about it today on the show. Are there any games from a betting standpoint that stand out to you on this slate and any plays for Monkey Knife Fight on those games? So there's a few. Um, The first one I wanted to talk about is the Arizona Diamondbacks and San Francisco. I am taking the Diamondbacks here. And this is basically because of none other than Zach Gallen. I'm just going to wax poetic a second for Zach Gallen. Okay. For the season, he has an ERA of 2.25. 
he's striking out guys of a rate of 10.5 per nine. 29% strikeout rate. It's absolutely unbelievable. He's throwing more cutters and more changeups this season. He has five pitches. He's absolutely ridiculous. He gets swinging strikes 13% of the time. So, you know, San Francisco strikes out just over the league average, but I'm not sure they faced a lot of Zach Gallen. So I'm pretty excited to see this matchup. The Giants have been batting about 251 versus uh, righties, um, but they've been batting only 231 in their away games. So the Diamondbacks, on the other hand, are batting 263 at home. The other reason I'm leaning Diamondbacks here, the Giants have the second most losses in relief with 10. So even if they were to get a bit of a leg up, I'm not sure that they could hold on. Now, if you look at the other side of this, you're going to say, hey, Tyler Anderson's numbers look pretty good too. But if you dig a little deeper, you're going to see he only throws six strikeouts per nine, and his home ERA is 0.61, while his away ERA is 5.4. So that says to me, in a hitter-friendly chase field, we should bet on the home team, which is the Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh, you are starting this show off strong. I love Zach Allen. I am just crazy about this guy. And you mentioned his ERA, 116 innings for Zach Allen. And just 21 career starts, three runs or fewer in just about (laughs) every one of those starts. Honestly, it's been three runs or fewer in 20 of his 21 MLB starts. He was only lit up once. And... It came last year, and and this season, three runs or fewer in all of his outings, and Jenny's played good teams. Yeah. Like Oakland, he went to Colorado. Exactly. He played the Astros. He played yep. the Dodgers. He played the Padres, like teams that we just love on this show. You mentioned the double-digit strikeout rate. I'm all about Zach Allen. The Arizona offense has been a little hit or miss, but yeah. you mentioned the Giants' bullpen, it, seventh most, or the seventh highest ERA on the season, rather. And a lot of their players can just hit lefties well, so this is a pretty good matchup. You have the Marte boys, Cattell and Starling. They both have averages of at least 375 against left-handed pitching so far this season. And if you head over to ftnbets.com, you can check out the parlay calculator. Absolutely free to just check out. And you can just get the best odds possible right there for you. You don't have to jump around at all of these books. In Arizona at minus 161, bet MGM. So I think you just go over there and check it out. And... So I like that game from you. I'll move over and I guess like stop me if you're sick of hearing about the White Sox. Oh, I'm not. I'm so into the White Sox. Please proceed. Let's go. (laughs) They're one of the most fun and entertaining teams so far this season. Yeah. And if you just look at them overall, like their numbers are really good. So we'll just look at the pitching matchup today. We have Danny Duffy on the hill for the Kansas City Royals. And we have Ronaldo Lopez on the hill for the White Sox, just making his third start. Still just getting stretched out a little bit. His last outing, he went three and a third innings. He had 4K. He is a big strikeout guy, but his command and his and his walks and then the the bombs that he gives up, certainly concerning. I think we'll probably see a lot of runs from both teams in this game. But I look at Duffy, and he's a big strikeout pitcher as well. 34 mm-hmm. strikeouts in 29 innings. But he's already allowed four homers in his six starts. 
He has a 42% fly ball rate for his career and 44 on the season. Yep. So the White Sox, just overall, this team is leading like every <laughs> single category. Slugging, average, 270, WOBA, WRC+. Plus. They're third in homers, third in ISO, fifth in runs. And then you just look at their statistics against left-handed pitching. They have a 312 average against lefties. That is by far the best in the league. 19 home runs leads at all teams. ISO, number one. Woba, WRC plus, 616 slugging number one. It's just unbelievable that they're so solid and so sound against righties. And then when a lefty comes to the hill that has a fly ball rate, they really just take advantage of it. So I'm looking at a couple teams, Tim Anderson, and again, small sample size, but that's what this season is all about. 2020 people. (laughs) But Tim Anderson, 600 average against lefties so far this year, five homers, and just squaring up the ball. An 82% hard hit rate. That is just crazy. You normally just see around 40, 45, like that's a good season. 82%. He's going to lead off and just righties just get to Duffy. You have Tim Anderson, Aloy Jimenez, Jose Abreu, Edwin Encarnacion, Johan Mankata is going to turn around. Luis Robert is a nice young piece as well. So Jimenez got the three homers against lefties so far. Jose Abreu, I think Jen, we talked about last week, he has four uh-huh. homers against lefties. And Edwin leads this team with a 54% fly ball rate against lefties. So that's the way to attack Duffy, get these right-handed bats. So again, using just the, the parlay calculator over at FTN and shout out, promo code Meanie, but minus 143 at M at bet MGM for the White Sox. You can take them to score over four and a half runs at minus 125. I think that they get to the five runs and head over to monkeyknifefight.com and just start taking a look at some of these matchups. The home run derby, Aloy Jimenez. I know you really like Jorge Soler. He yep. led all batters in home runs against righties last year. It's a good matchup against Lopez. You can sprinkle in Abreu. You can play the fantasy challenge if you don't think that there's going to be, you know, it, the fantasy challenge is a little bit safer to be honest because it's just fantasy points. They don't have to go yard. I chose those three batters, Jimenez, Soler, and Abreu, to go over 15.5 fantasy points. It's five times my payout, $10, prize 50. And then there's another one, total bases, with Merrifield atop the order for the Royals. Good matchup, 1.5, take the over. And then you can go with Tim Anderson, 1.5 total bases. He's probably going to get five at-bats in this game. He's mm-hmm. going to get on, whether it's a single or a double. We just mentioned his power that he's had against lefties. I like the over there, too. So call me crazy. I am buying and drinking the Kool-Aid that the Chicago White Sox are selling everybody this year. I'm drinking it, too. And what I played at Monkey Knife Fight this morning already was Soler, Jimenez, and Anderson in the Home Run Derby. Um, I went ahead and did play the Home Run Derby, but I think I'll go back and do fantasy points as well. And And basically, I think we also have to look at maybe the over on this game. When I look at these two pitchers, okay, Danny Duffy has an ERA of five at home. And as you said, a 44% fly ball ratio. His home run to fly ball ratio is over 12. So guys, league average is about 10. And he is going to be facing the Chicago White Sox. So we (laughs) know what's going to happen. And I know Ronaldo Lopez has only really had two games so far, but a 13.5 ERA a 66.7% hard contact rate and a 16.7% home run to fly ball ratio. That says to me, Solaire is going to go yard. I mean, I think also Michael Franco could be a good play here too. Mm, So so we'll see. I just feel like there could be a lot of runs put up in this game. As you said, they are strikeout pitchers. And sometimes that means 
big run totals. <laughs> yeah, 50. Like, Lopez has allowed 51 bombs since the start of 2018. 51. Whoa. Like, he, like, he can strike guys out. Sure. He really can. But I, his, uh. his walks are concerning. 35 homers he allowed last year in 25 and 2018. So, I, I mean, you look at the at the Royals and you don't think that they have a lot of power, but Merrifield gets on. Soler, mm-hmm. we already talked about. I know you, you're a huge fan of his. Franco is a great call by you. Uh, Hunter Dozier it yeah. has a little bit of pop in his bat as well, and, you know, he's probably going to hit in the two spot. So, good call by you. Yeah. Like the over. Right now it's sitting at 10. It's hard not to like the over in Colorado, too. I jumped yes. on that this morning at 11.5. It's now 12. If you're listening, I, would do, uh-huh. I wouldn't do. I would be shocked if it got up to 12.5. We've seen before in the past, it, like, games at cores get up to 13. I saw a 13.5 once. and wow. It's the Padres, the Slam Diego yeah. Padres. <laughs> just yeah. keep scoring runs. They're so hot. I mean, that's the thing. They've just hit, they hit, like, five grand slams in six games last weekend. It's ridiculous. And now you're going to put them at course. In San Diego, their average runs per game, 5.42. Average runs per game in Colorado, 5.10. So just add those up, and you've got 11, right? <laughs> Ten yes. and a half. So, and, and if you're going to play players from this game, guys, obviously you're going to play Tatis. You could also play Machado, Hosmer, Grisham. You could play Jake Cronenworth. I mean, any of these guys. But look at Will Myers as well. Will Myers is actually batting 406 this season with four home runs versus lefties. Maybe flying a little bit more under the radar than the flashy San Diego Padres. Yeah, that's a great call. He leads the team in homers and average and Woba, mm-hmm. hard hit rate against lefties. Everyone knows Tatis and Manny Machado. They're they're going to get theirs. They they're very successful against lefties. I was looking at MonkeyNightFights.com. Manny Machado, one point five hits plus walks. I take the over on that, and he's paired up with Blackman, one point five total bases. So as, as good as Zach Davies has been, and he has been good, a three point zero three ERA in thirty five innings. It's so strange to me, but anyway, yeah, because it, it, he's got some. Because there are some red flags. That's why it's strange. Like yeah. last season, a 3.55 ERA, over 159 innings, really good. But the XFIP was over five. And you start looking, why is there such a big gap between his ERA and his XFIP? Because he was a little bit unlucky. An 84% contact, or lucky rather, an 84% contact. He doesn't really strike anybody out. Five right. batters per nine. A swinging strike percentage around seven. A 38% hard hit rate. A 36% fly ball rate. 23% line drive rate. These are these are what I call red flags. And I feel like he'll eventually get unlucky. And then you just take a fly ball and a contact pitcher and then put him into cores for the day. It's like, ugh, yeah. yikes. I mean, you have Story now or not, of course. But lefties have really eaten him up as well. A 50% fly ball rate. So you have Charlie Blackman, maybe a little underrated play in Daniel Murphy. He doesn't seem to be the same Murphy as years past when he's in the World Series and hitting absolutely everything over the yard. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you plug him in with, with Blackman and Story and Arenado, they're probably going to be some runs. And the over-under, as we mentioned, it's creeping up there. At 12, it's still pretty decent odds. Minus 105 DraftKings playbook, so that's that's not bad. If you just put in the over for Kansas City and Chicago, the over for San Diego and Colorado, you want to slap 20 on it, pay out of 76, uh, and then away you go. So uh, I, I just like the overs in all of those games if you're playing a monkey knife fight. Just take overs. I agree. Take the overs. <laughs> give us give us runs, and we'll be happy. Is there <laughs> another game you like? Yeah, there's one more game I'm going to talk about, and it is actually the Houston Oakland game. Uh, which at first glance you're like Houston Oakland. Ooh, I don't know if I want to play that game. You know, Oakland's actually leading the division, not Houston. Houston's kind of beat up. 
But um, if you dig a little deeper, I think we're going to see that Houston should be the one that comes out on top here. Since that big blow up, which McCullers had in uh, Arizona, he's actually pitched to a 3.06 ERA and a .91 whip. But the thing about McCullers is he is absolutely phenomenal at home. Two starts ago, one of those was almost a no-hitter. His ERA at home is 1.93 versus his away ERA, which is 11.37. Ooh. Mm. Now, um, he's looking a little different this season since his Tommy John. He's been throwing less of his curveball and a little bit more of his changeup. Apparently, that's better on his arm. Um, but I think that he still is able to be very effective at home. Now, you look at the numbers. Bassett's season ERA is 2.97, but his away ERA is 4.32. So if we compare the pitchers, you know, Lance McCullers at home versus Bassett away, it looks like Houston's going to come out on top here. We also have to remember Oakland leads the league in strikeouts with 322. Wow. Houston's near the lowest in the league. They only have 237. So that's about 85 less strikeouts in in the same amount of games. They're not one of those teams that's only played, you know, like St. Louis amount of games. They played the same amount of games. Astros bat 244 as a team. The A's bat 223 as a team. And Astros have scored the third most runs per game this season with 5.35, just a little less than the Padres. Oakland is clocking in at under five. So the only danger I see here is, well, the bullpens. So <laughs> clearly Oakland has a superior bullpen. They have only lost two games in relief, which is pretty stellar. Houston's lost seven. So at this save rate conversion, if Houston is leading, when McCullers leaves the game, I think they have about a 50-50 shot of holding it. Whereas if Oakland were leaving, they'd have about an 87% shot. But um, 127 of the 154 total runs scored by Houston have been in innings one through six. So I think they can get out in front. I think they can hold. I'm going to go ahead and put my money on Houston to win. Nice. I like that. What's going on with Oakland? It feels like they either hit a home run or they strike out. Totally. That's all they do. (laughs) They hit a home run and strike out. So, you know, sure, people are hitting McCullers pretty hard. But again, those numbers are really inflated from that one bad start in Arizona. So I don't think you can look at just that. Um, And, you know, the Astros... They have bats, so even if he were to give up a few home runs or a few runs, I think they can answer with some run support. You know, yeah, they're missing Bregman and Alvarez, but they still have Kyle Tucker, Yuli Guriel, who's very quietly been one of the best hitters on the team. Michael Brantley is back. Um, Kyle Tucker. Um, you've got uh, Josh Reddick, who's actually been very good this year, and Jose Altuve starting to come back, and Carlos Correa, who's Just actually say that. very, very, very good. He's finally been healthy. And we've been waiting for a season of healthy Correa for a while now. Yeah, we really have. It's It's been some time. And, you know, he was recently moved up the order because this, this lineup was so stacked. Like, he was hitting six and seven. I always found, like, like what a luxury to have a guy yeah. like Carlos Correa In hitting six or seven. Yeah, and yeah. George Springer. Uh, How can I forget George Springer? I mean, that's, a, that's just a dominant lineup up and down. So I am putting my money on Houston here. But it's interesting because if you look at it on the surface, I felt – I felt pretty nervous about picking in this game, and the more I dug, I thought, nah, I feel pretty good about Houston here. Yeah, I I, I think you should. They have the matchup on the hill, like you said, with Lance McCullers. Uh, Houston projected 4.9 runs, and Oakland at 4.4. 4. Uh, I do like this Athletics team. We've been talking mm-hmm. them up, but you're you're dead on with 
you know, the strikeout rate. They just have a lot of swing and miss in their lineup right now. I think their most steady, consistent bat is maybe Mark Canna. Like, he's yeah. hitting 278, but everyone else, like Matt Olson, great. You got 10 home runs, awesome, but you're striking out 26% of the time and you're only hitting a buck 78. And now he's recently had to move to the sixth spot in the lineup with Robbie Grossman moving up. So I like the call by you with Houston. So just kind of to recap here. We both like Arizona, mostly because of Zach Gallen, but we, we do feel like Arizona could maybe score some runs on Tyler Anderson or just get to the Giants' bullpen, uh, which have been giving up a lot of runs so far this season. So you can get Arizona at minus six, 161. Uh, I like the call by Jen as well with Houston and just Lance McCullers on the hill. We feel like there's going to be some runs in Colorado and in San Diego. We have two contact pitchers in Zach Davies and Kyle Freeland on the hill. Freeland? Poor guy. A 90 ERA at home last season. Uh, home is just – Colorado is just not an environment for a contact pitcher and someone who doesn't strike out a lot of batters, and San Diego comes in red hot. You know what? Both of these teams are just the funnest teams for me. And the White Sox and the Padres, we, just, we rattled off a lot of numbers for the White Sox, but then you just look at the Padres, too, against lefties, number one in ISO, two in home runs, Woba. WRC plus all second right there with the White Sox, right? So both of those teams, not only are they just hitting absolutely everyone, they just have plus plus matchups against lefties today. So San Diego against Freeland, like the Padres, like the over, and then runs in Chicago. Yeah. You can take the White Sox on the money line at minus 166. It's going to move up. Or you can just take them to score four and a half runs, and you don't have to worry in case Lopez gets lit up as well. But I think we'll just see some runs. So any final words? Again, just check out monkeyknifefight.com. Use that promo code STACKS, sorry, mm-hmm. UI, and you'll be on your way. No, I mean, I think just generally series-wise, I think we can pick a few series winners. I would say generally the Dodgers over the Rangers. And don't expect high run totals there. For some reason, it seems like Globe Life Park has kind of become a bit of a pitchers park Mm, yeah Uh, very strange for the rangers but the rangers offense is simply just abominable (laughs) (laughs) nothing like 200 as a team worse in the league and of course the dodgers have the most runs scored per game now rangers obviously have some talented pitching there lance lynn Um, but yeah i think that you can just assume that's at least two out of three dodgers over rangers i think it will probably be probably a sweep white Sox over royals um, I'm looking at anything else. Um, well, I like a lot of the teams that we're just that we've talked about, like yeah. the Padres and the White Sox. I mean, they're just rolling right now. Yeah, exactly. Padres and White Sox. So if you're thinking about betting Saturday or Sunday, just kind of take some of that info we gave you and um, maybe make another little wager. Yeah, the Rangers have the lowest projected run total for today, three point seven. Yeah, they're just they're just not a good offense. They're just not. They have a lot of holes in their lineup. All right, one more play, Mucky Knife Fight, before we get out of here. I'm just taking a look at the the overall slate. So, yeah, again, if you're just new, head on over there. Use a the promo code STACKS. And then there's matchups that you can just check out each game and just have those, like, single-game matchups, like White Sox and Royals that we talked about earlier. Or there's, like, you can have all the games all in one. So head over and check out Fantasy Challenge. And then just pick any three players that you think are going to have big days. And I would just go to the high run totals and check those out. So I'm going to go with Tim Anderson. As I said, leading off, I think the White Sox will roll through the lineup a couple times. I got Jose Embreu in there as well. And then Charlie Blackman. Probably not going to lead off for Colorado. He used to in in the past. But even still, if he hits in the four spot against Zach Davies, a contact guy. Pick all three of them. I think they'll get over the 16.5 fantasy points. Use your free $5 for signing up. And then the prize is $25. Yeah. That'll do it. 
that'll do it. Jen, <laughs> enjoy the baseball. All right, see you next time. Please rate, review, subscribe. Good luck tonight. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>